0: Okay, hello, welcome, this will be, this is just Clayton checking in real quick from the future, ho ho, this will be a double feature, a double feature that we have for you guys. The way I have queued this up is, right now, in your podcast timeline of We the Peeps, I think, I hope, you are seeing this current episode, which is USMNT versus TNT, and then Right behind this one, uploaded just prior to this one, is the People Awards, the yearly People Awards, laying to rest 2020 once and for all. So first and foremost, go ahead and enjoy our discussion about USMNT versus TNT if you want something especially timely. And then if you're ready, if you are ready to dive in, to enter the dragon and lay to rest once and for all 2020 then go ahead and listen to the next episode in your feed from We the Peeps and hear myself, Ty, and Kwame uh, discuss all that occurred during 2020. When I say all, I mean all! (laughs) Oh, uh, I want to give a quick, um, very public shout-out to Eric and Aaron Teets, who won a Peep this year. And if you want to know what they won it for, you're going to have to listen through uh, the award episode. So shouts to y'all. I think that's about enough. Go ahead and enjoy uh, USMT versus TNT, and then just let your podcast catcher run through to the next for this double feature. My dudes. Well, hello, folks, and welcome hey, to Read we the Peeps. Hey, (laughs) brah, welcome to We the Peeps. This is the American soccer podcast in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about Jesus Ferreira. (laughs) I'm Clayton, and I'm an artist.
1: I'm Ty, I'm an entrepreneur.
0: And we let a nets.
1: We believe in Jesus. (laughs) We always did.
0: Never (laughs) doubted.
1: (laughs) It's We the Peeps.
0: It's We the Peeps. Welcome to We the Peeps. Are you ready for We the Peeps? Holy moly, it's We the Peeps. Oh, my lanta. Folks, this is a uh, game recap. The game was USMNT versus TNT. All the Teenage Ninja Turtles. So many letters. on display. So many letters number of sub-annexed uh, places. So, uh, many history. so many numbers. So many numbers. <laughs> so many injuries. So many goals, folks. It was a beauty. It was a shiner. It was, it a, was a strange one uh, for reasons that we will dive all into. Uh, but overall, it was a pretty positive one. It was fun to watch the Nats win. Uh, it's not the most goals ever scored by the Nats. It's the most
1: two-goal scorers. Two goal scorers. The most first time, something like that. One of those. Uh,
0: We're going to dive all into it. But first, of course, and as always, please uh, reach out to us on Twitter at WTPpod. We'd love to hang out with you on there. Um, You can find us on YouTube as well. We're streaming live for the first time today. Uh, There's one thing I have neglected to mention in a bunch of housekeepings at this point, and it's that we have a new theme song. Thank you very much. We do. It's Who made you, that, that he, theme song? It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it's fire. It's fire. No, it's, it's not fire. Fortet. It's not the new Fortet record. <laughs> it's not the, that's not the new Mind Design. It's your boy, uh, Claydo, Clay Sabeo. I made it, and I'm proud of it. And I have a lot of music coming out, so just shameless plug for that. Um, Clay, C-L-A-E dot S-Y-B-E-O on uh, Instagram, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check it out. Um, new theme song. Five stars, please rate us five stars. And last but not least, uh, visit us on Patreon. Um, if you if for for one millions of Jürgen bucks, that's five dollars per month. Approximately. You can become a ratified peep. You can become an official and permanent uh, part of this show, and indeed by association, the Nats themselves. So consider it. It makes an hate, enormous difference. I hate to, to tell you this, but
1: uh, Jurgen Bucks got targeted by Wall Street bets and uh, your five dollars <laughs> will now only buy a fraction of a Jurgen Buck. So you, you, you missed the boat if, if you know, um, not on the Patreon. <laughs> you should totally sign up for the Patreon. It's just on that. <laughs> like you had a great opportunity with the Jurgen Bucks and, and, you know, we all missed it. But, uh, you know, cri- crypto regret is real.
0: We missed our chance with yeah. the Jurgen Bucks, yeah. oh, well. um, but who knows? Maybe these Burhalter Bucks will come. <laughs> Burhalter Bucks, baby! <laughs> <laughs> we've been investing in. Uh, I think Jesus Ferreira would Greggy agree. Greggy Bucks.
1: Let's yeah, get Jesus into Ferreira. this. Yeah, Jesus He's getting paid in Greggy Bucks. He's,
0: he's got Greggy Bucks <laughs> falling out of his pockets. Uh, let's, let's get into this. It with the end of housekeeping. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, folks, uh, let's, let's dive into this. We got to line them up. We have to line them up, and it's going to be a joy. It's not the youngest <laughs> new player roster ever,
1: but it is the most. It's the newest young. player of it's young the Newest roster. roster. <laughs> This makes no A sense. Lifetime,
0: to okay. <laughs> lifetime gloves, achievement maybe. award. Two gloves. Serious shout out to the base god. It's the day of your life, Matt Turner. The only player to, to be it.
1: the goat before his first cap. <laughs> so so saith Twitter.
0: <laughs> My guy, wow, wow We started from the bottom okay? started, from started from the bottom, from started the from the very, baseball very, diamond Started from My who dude. knows where And made it not necessarily to the top, not the top uh, but you made it quite far, Matt far. Turner. Yeah. Uh, as we'll, we'll have for our defenders, center back pairing Miles Robinson and Aaron Long. Let, uh, let's do it. Let's get ready for the, the Robinson family band. Rob we're going to have Aaron Herrera. Rob Long. Oh, hey. We're going to have Aaron Herrera <laughs> on the right. And Semi Vines. Chaboy. Sammy Vines on the left back. Uh, in midfield, we're going to have Jackson Ewell, number 10. You know him. You love him. Kellen Acosta. He's back. And of course, Sebastian LeJet on the, on, the, on the wings. Out there, we're gonna have Paul Iariola Nips, uh, and Jonathan Lewis, Johnny, Johnny L. We'll Johnny, Johnny L. Johnny L. Uh, what got into course, him? He ate his
1: Wheaties, didn't he? The, the uh, oh greatest,
0: my. the greatest Matthew Hoppy of all time, Jesus Ferreira yeah, exactly. For Ma- sure, Matthew
1: who Ho- Hoppy, what. Who, who we've, even we've, is we've, that? We've gone, we've gone so far since since 2020. We thought Josh Sargent would be the striker. <laughs> oh, so laughable,
0: so laughable.
1: Oh, little Altidore did we know. hamstrings. Two, two goats later, we're now two goats at Jesus later, Ferreira. later,
0: we've got Jesus Ferreira. All right, guys. Uh, quick game recap here. This was a uh, 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 this was a total wash. Okay, this Trinidad team. Total respect. Look, figuring
1: it out. <laughs> figuring
0: it out. Love. They, they put themselves in a very well. We put them in a very difficult decision. We gave them an offer they couldn't refuse, right? And they came out here to play this game. I think as a favor. Uh, I think as a point of pride. I, I don't know. You would have to ask them. But there was there. They were not. They were not ready. And I, and I don't say that in the spiritual sense. I say that in the just. Preparedness, logistically. like logistically yeah. Yeah. not ready. This was a this was not a, a fit soccer team. This was not a, a drilled soccer team. This was this was a bunch of guys doing us a solid and going out there and and giving it their all. Um and it would not be enough. Within the first three minutes, we had our first goal from Jonathan Lewis. So the the spoiler alert here is that Jesus Ferreira is gonna get I think, 100 goals and 7 assists. Ish. Um, yeah,
1: something like that.
0: But, uh, I, uh, and, but my hot take in my recap here is that he didn't play that well. <laughs> he wasn't what? that good. He, really? You think so? so? We'll, we'll chop it up. But, but uh, the way I would recap this first goal is Jesus Ferreira fails to score. Uh, Trinidad is not ready So he's got plenty of time And he lays it off To Jonathan Lewis Who puts it away There was another goal uh, From Jesus Ferreira Next in the ninth minute Assist by Sam Vines And then Jesus himself Bobby Firmino American Bobby Firmino Would set up Paul Ariola nips Twice before the end Of the first half Ah uh, WTP highlight Is, is Paul Ariola And Sebastian Legette Hugging hmm. together oh, On my. the field the Oh love. did you notice
1: That hug too? Wow! The the love. Love. Wow! It bled through this. No, it was like it was not eyeballs. like a soccer goal celebration hug. It was like a friend nah, dog. like a I haven't seen you in a long time hug, which which it kind of was.
0: It's very Dude, sweet. It was. This was like cousins. This Are there like- any
1: two? Okay, uh, here's the challenge. Can you think of any two USMNT players who you would rather go to a Jersey Shore nightclub with <laughs> than Paul Ariola nips? And Sebastian Legette.
0: Ooh, I mean, ooh, you know what? I'm going to talk gonna about a wingman. Throw, I'm, I'm going to throw, right? throw in the ring Andres Perea for that one. <laughs> uh, just the, just bring him along, too. My guy would come in in the 46th minute. Second half, Andres Perea He declared himself ready to hit the club He he declared it t-shirt time For Andres Perea Let's do this Uh, Uh. We saw a slew of subs, as as we always do Tanner Tessman came in My girlfriend goes, who's that? I said, his name's Tanner Tessman She goes, how old is he? I said, 19 She was like, god damn it
1: Life Terror comes testament. at you fast.
0: A tall life comes at you fast. A tall drink of cold water out oh there. Oh my.
1: Handsome uh, boy. What a what
0: a what a what a guy. What a guy. Uh, can't wait to get him and the other Franco on the field at the same time for some mm-hmm. photos.
1: Just ham it ham it it
0: is Some some lookers. Uh, we also got to see some Chris Mueller some Daryl DK not too much effect and of course uh, George Bello don't forget about, about him and do please forget about Christian Rolland. it kidding. was uh, uh, George
1: Bellow's uh, thank you retirement match I think <laughs> <laughs> He spent so long being a fishy event
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep he's got the same out uh, he got the same goodbye as as Landon Donovan did yeah, exactly. this was scheduled
1: for his retirement yeah, right. Basically. right. To uh, see if he could he got, just score got, one more that would goal. That'd be so funny if he got like a commemorative jersey with a one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, there were more goals. There were more goals. Uh, perhaps the 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 most awesome one was the Miles Rob the Aaron Long to Miles Robinson connection. That was, that was nice. That was some uh, beautiful some head tennis. And then a very very meaningful, very meaningful WTP highlight of Matt Turner in the only moment of the game that mattered to matt turner and any and potentially anyone it was a penalty <laughs> kick i think the 60th minute uh, and and matty boy saved it and the celebration the was raw counts like a he puma went, yeah it was it was a great solid save and it was such an incredible moment just hearing more about his story in the broadcast and uh, seeing him make that save and what that means, and, and the fact that he may not, you know, get chances like this so much moving forward, who knows, maybe he will, but this could have been the big one for him. And uh, he, 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 really, he really did himself proud, and, and that was a solid, awesome USMNT moment that I won't soon forget. This one ended 7-0, 7-0. Ty, what's your first impressions?
1: It was a good performance, it was well above par. I think we we need to start giving par for these uh, friendlies so that people have some some context for like what to expect. Mm. This is a friendly where if it was a if it was a two 0 win, that would have been a big disappointment. I think I would have set the line at like four, four or five, and the clean sheet. So the fact that they maintained the clean sheet with the Turner penalty save and they really racked up a lot of offense, they could have had plenty more. Was all very positive. But the number one thing that I take away from this game is what Stu Holden said that what you were looking at is the competition to be the 14th through 23rd player on a World Cup roster. So we have an amount of talent that we've never had because in prior cycles, players at this level who were doing well in MLS, you know, regular starters having some amount of success in MLS, would have been in contention to to be higher up the depth chart for the full national team. And the reality is right now we could progress with none of the domestic-based players and have a perfectly serviceable, even strong national team of just players outside of MLS. So it's, it's a it's wonderful a big deal. time. It's a big deal. And I think a lot of these players have true star potential. That we're going to see emerge over the next couple of years, either you know, within MLS in Europe, or you know, a, a split between the two.
0: We've uh, we've had a little love fest over Chris <clears throat> Mueller on this air, you know. Oh, Huge we fans. have indeed. Huge we fans. have indeed. I just
1: joined Chris Mueller's book club, which is real. I am not kidding. I am in his book club, <laughs> so I will report back. He's. I I love personal growth and mindset and like performance related books. To the extent that I get made fun of for this. And my favorite MLSer, Chris Mueller, has a book club to discuss performance books. At Let's Deepak go. Chopra shit. Let's so go. I w- Ty. I'm can you, so pumped.
0: Can we, can we hit him with the link on Twitter or something? People oh, yeah. Anybody yeah. else yeah. want to notes. join this book club? Yeah. yeah. Show notes. Guys, the book club with Chris Mueller. Do you want some of what you Chris Mueller is having?
1: Yes, I Come do. On. I, wa- I want some on. of whatever Jonathan Lewis has been Consuming yeah, over the Jonathan
0: last Lewis looks great. Four weeks. Let's, uh, so everyone oh got Everyone walks away from this talking about Jesus Ferreira. Um, what was your I I said my hot 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 take. Uh I think he I think he actually should have scored on uh, many of the uh, I think he many had two more sitters chances than he did. That he missed. That he missed is, that's fair. A couple yeah. of the assists should have been goals and wouldn't have been assists against better opponents. I think both the assists to Paul Ariola were lovely uh, but i didn't see anything from him I saw this, in spite of what the score sheet says that made me you know super duper hype mm-hmm. what were so what was your what was your take on the on the Jesus ferreira performance here
1: yeah i thought he was solid i think his his uh, raw skills are definitely there for him to reach a pretty high level obviously in a against a more difficult uh, defense who wouldn't have looked like that but i think he's very promising uh, he should totally be in the conversation. I can't remember if he's Olympic eligible or not. I think he might be a little too old. But I, um, I, the,
0: if the broadcast is to be believed, he is a, he is a, a part of he that okay, qualifier as well. that's, that's that perfect to me, then. Yeah. yeah. That to me was the biggest it's it is it's this 14th through 23rd spot or whatever, but it's these are the guys who are going to be available to qualify. For the Olympics,
1: that's right. Am I am right, I right about the, that? The, right, the overseas players are unlikely to be available, so they might they might get a guy like Otisowi, for instance, or um, Tim Weah, maybe, but they're they're not going to get Gio or Lissick or anyone.
0: Right, and um, that's a very big deal. That these that the the guys the <clears throat> problem with the Olympics for us is always that we don't the players that are good enough at a young age are too good to be around for qualifying. And right, the, the, those right. trying to qualify have have let us let us down or just not quite been, you know, uh, good right. enough.
1: Right. And we've had in, in the past in Olympic qualifying, one of the big issues has just been the depth that like we, we might have eight players who are good enough, but the three that aren't are really holding us back. And those, those Olympic qualifying rosters can be very lumpy in that regard. But I, I don't think we're going to have that problem this time. I think we're going to have a really solid uh, qualifying team and, and hopefully get through and related to that. I was hoping coming into this game to see some renewed sense of the burhalter system, 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 and what that would mean. The, the system, the system. What happened to the system? It it it, it seems to have ended up in a pretty generic four-three-three. Unless I'm like. I'm just not absorbing the genius. No, nah, dude. I don't I'm know. seeing
0: I'm seeing four. I'm seeing tab ball out there, which is which I love tab which ball. Which is what we I had asked no, for. I have yeah. no problem with tab <laughs> that ball. That is what we had asked
1: for. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of the like uh interchange between the wingers and the central midfielders that we had originally seen uh, in some of those like the two January camps ago. Um, we definitely saw the playing out of the back. That was very persistent, and I was a big fan, very satisfied for them to get some more practice with that. And the the play or the aspect of it that I really love, very um, modern sort of statistics driven approach is the idea of getting working the ball into dangerous zones near the box and then cutting it back, which is one of the highest percentage plays in soccer statistically. And they did repeatedly over and over and over again. You saw yeah. Vines get to the touchline. You saw Ariola get to the touchline. You saw. Lewis get to the touchline, cut balls back, and then the the assists that you mentioned for Ferreira, I think were basically the same from opposite sides, where he just takes a, a little touch or a header uh, across uh, laterally in yeah. uh, near near the near the box that sets up an opponent to shoot. So that's that's I was happy to see that. I thought that's a sign that there is some, you know, kind of concept, and this is a I think an under still an underappreciated um method in in the in the modern game and something that our player pool in particular can do really well with
0: yeah it's amazing that it is as as maybe underutilized it seems pretty clear that pep guardiola
1: it's it's like when you find that thing in fifa that you Mm -hmm. can just keep doing every game you know (laughs) i mean have been there's adjustments right yeah, like there, 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 will be adjustments made for that. The smarter teams, smart teams are going to see that and and will account for it. Yeah. But it's Jose, one of those things, Jose that Mourinho,
0: like, Jose Mourinho has twenty ways to stop that. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: Though, like but you know, it's it, it's one of those things where it's like even if you know it's coming, it's not like it becomes easy to stop. It's yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, and then it, it, of course if the opponent overloads or, or tries to deal with that by becoming imbalanced, then. That creates opportunities for you. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing I know about Greg Berhalter, it's that he understands this. He sees it. He can articulate it. When you watch him talk about film, he talks about it in a level of detail that would make any analyst proud. As opposed to certain coaches who we've had in the past who basically said, get out there and have fun, kid. And really did not understand the nuances of the, the, the tactical side. So I'm, I'm glad <laughs> we, we have that now.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that we have that too. And I, and I do think that uh, Berhalter has, in a positive way, um, become the steward that we wanted him to be. There was a time when it was like, I'd be fine having Dave Saracon. I'm right. fine with that. Right. I just don't want someone to come in here and try to do some crazy shit, you know, and That's totally right. lose us. Um, and Greg Berhalter was a little too much crazy shit for a while, and he had definitely... I think gotten gotten a hold of
1: this situation. Did he get notes? Do you think he got? notes? I think he
0: just got experience, and I think he got coveted in the face, and just realized <laughs> that nothing is guaranteed, and you have to, you know, yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to go with what you got, and your time is limited. Um, this was a much longer camp than than he's usually going to get, and I'm curious, Ty, if there was anyone that stood out to you because the, this camp was sort of two camps, two rosters, and then. It got, it got whittled down uh, to, to what we ended up seeing on Sunday night. Was there anyone that was a surprising um, absence
1: here for you? Um, so, well, in the camp in general, there was one absence that I, I thought was a little odd, which was Caden Clark, the Red Bulls' uh, Bundekind, who, has been, who, who was so impressive um, towards the end of last season and appears already bound for Leipzig within a year or two. Mm-hmm. And so I thought we were going to get to see a little bit more of him um, in the game. The lineup weirded me out, you know, as I've gotten used to from the Berhalter lineups. Uh, the fact that you're playing in Orlando and you don't have DK and and Mueller in particular starting, I thought was a little bit odd. Uh, but of course, Berhalter's seeing the training, and I'm sure he's trying to incentivize certain things. Um, really, didn't think we needed to see more uh rolled in sub minutes. Uh I could have <laughs> we're fine. We have enough tape. Uh and we only got Tanner Tessman for 15 minutes. So I would say those those were kind of the the things that stood out to me as maybe missed opportunities to get more data on potentially really important players. Um DK in particular, I mean, you can't he, he just leaps off the screen. He's got every physical tool in the book and also showed a lot of clever Interchange and uh intelligence in the box of the little dummy that he played and some of his movement. Um his touch failed him a couple times when he had the opportunity to make something happen. But clearly a, a very special player and, and Mueller we've we've discussed quite a bit as one of the, you know, shining uh US prospects right now. So I I, I was hoping to see them a little bit more. Um but I think what you're saying is correct. I think the I, he might have, Berhalter might have gone into his tenure thinking that he would have what Bradley had, which was, you know, four years to prepare a team or, you know, whatever it is, three years to prepare a team for qualifying and to, to have a system and to and a, a game plan and identity and all that stuff. And he's basically never had the same group in two camps in a row. It's, it's Dude, there was a whole different. thing. He's... There was a
0: whole thing. Tyler Adams kept getting asked, like Greg Berhalter's used you in a lot of different positions and doesn't doesn't seem to know what your position is like, what do you consider your position? And he was like, I consider my position the sixth, which is what I play for my club. Also, I've only played for Greg Berhalter once.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's he played right one camp, basically. Yeah. So he's had he's had all these like sporadic issues with injury and with um, different, like regular circumstances pre COVID and then all of a sudden COVID and so I, I feel like he, he's probably played, I don't know what the number is, but I'm, I'm guessing there have been about 60 players who have seen the field under Greg Berhalter and maybe another, another 30 or 40 that have been in camp. And so it's, it's, me, it's, there's no identity. There's no group. There's no one group. So it doesn't make sense to have like a specific tactical thing that you're trying to accomplish because you're never going to have time before uh, competitive matches. So that's, yeah. that's what I yeah. want. Like that and uh, sorry to d- digress a little bit but no, if you watch ahead. i i uh, love the uh, all or nothings do- documentaries they that are on uh, amazon prime they follow some of the top teams in the world they're so illuminating and one of the things i learned particularly from the man city one is that you know pep obviously he's he's playing 3d chess out there he's got a whole thing going on in his mind that is that you know mere mortals can't understand but what he does is he translates it down into these little bits of instruction for the players because the players can't do that while they're playing, no matter how intelligent they are. So he brings in intelligent players and he gives them like very clear, um, very clear and doable tactical instructions. You know, when you're in this position, do this. When you're in that position, do that. Look for this. You know, it's, he's not overloading them with information. He's giving them a handful of, of high leverage uh, instructions to follow. And it's not that the striker also needs to know what the fullback is going to do in any particular moment. It's that there's each each player has a coordinated set of instructions, right, that Pep has designed to to create a cohesive system that's going to work. You right. know? So I think there's a tremendous amount of value in keeping it simple. Exactly.
0: You gotta exactly. keep it simple and and this is about creating like a hive mind, which you see happening. There's this, there's this whole cloud of a hundred players right now who could play for the Nats at some point this year. Right. And there's this there is you somehow you can feel it. I'm, maybe it's just in my head, but I feel like I can feel Sam Vines Sam Vines's experience and how it's being affected by Brendan Aronson transferring. You know, and that, and that there's this, like, there's something happening that everyone can feel. And that feeling is far more important than the system, dum, 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 dum,
1: Right. That right. feeling Agreed.
0: that, you know, Agreed. is, yeah. and I'm not trying to get all jurgeny, but that feeling is what's going to get us through this moment alongside sure. a few sound and, uh, specific tactical pointers. Right.
1: Right. You know, and, and also the, the things you do are just as important as, or the things you don't do are just as important as the things you do. Mm-hmm. So we, we must, must, as a soccer nation, get past the instinct of lumping the ball up to a large center forward as our standard play when we can't think of anything else to do. So that's my
0: concern with the Daryl DK situation, actually. I'm not sure it's sure. my biggest fear. True enough true not. Is that he's true like not. Just not, he's not as good as Altidore, and, but he just you know seems kind of like Altidore. And playing
1: the, the mythical position of holdup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll see, but he—he, he, yeah, so he's. I, I have a, would a question be for you. Yes. I have a
0: question for you, and this is a little bit—we're taking a left turn here, but it's something I've been meaning to ask you on the show. There's this conversation, right? Of so we take someone like, uh, so, so you take someone like um, uh, Anthony Robinson, who is clearly the left back at the highest level in yeah. in the pool, correct? In the club game, yeah, has had a few bad appearances for the Nats.
1: I'm mixed. He's, he's I guess that depends on. Let's yeah. say
0: you did. Let's say you did think that. Let's say you thought yeah. that his appearances for the Nats <laughs> were bad yeah. because a lot of people yeah, sure, do think that. Sure. Do you? Does that really matter? So there's this idea that, like, you know, right. they got you got to play well for the Nats, right? But when I actually Agreed. look at what's when these all to me, I would think that all that matters is who's playing good in February and bring them. You know, and, and we don't have Nats enough to know, you know, who's good or who's bad based on Nats play only that, that when the World Cup comes around, you know, Germany is choosing the best uh, German players for the moment. And maybe, you know, maybe it's not so important what they've done specifically for the Nats. Is that a, is that a myth? Is there, is there a myth there that like you have to do it in the Jersey to be good enough to play for the, for the Nats? Sure,
1: sure. That's very fair. I think that's one of those eternal questions of uh, international soccer strategy. And my stance is that you should take a, a hybrid approach. So you have your players as much as you can in national team camps, and you get to see how they, how they perform in that setting. Uh, but you also need to take into account what's going on at their club. And if you have someone who is, who's been just okay, but they're lighting it up for their club in the in the uh, half season leading up to a World Cup. Maybe that's worth a look. And I also think that um, the, the, the period of time that they get with the national team is often too limited to draw really major conclusions. So the, you know, they're, they're, for a club season, they're going to play 30, 40, 50 games, some of these top players. So you just get so much more data that you can rely on whereas if if Anthony Robinson has played, you know, 5 6 games maybe so far for the Nats spread out over 2 years, I don't I don't feel safe drawing conclusions about how well he would perform in the future based on just that. I I'd, I'd rather lean on his uh, his his club form. And it's all it's also a hybrid thing when it comes to picking the roster because when it comes, you know, down to that moment right before a qualifying match day or whatever when you have to lock in those players, I think you want to have 18 of your names pretty solid and you're going to expect to to go with them but then you have these kind of wild card spots where you can say okay who's who's hot who gives me something against this particular opponent who do I think has mentality that would be helpful in this particular situation or uh, maybe you even have like a player who plays particularly well with another player who you're bringing in. Who's got so the best book club? Best book club, margaritas, <laughs> whatever the case may be. <laughs> whatever you think you're going to need on that on that road trip, I think you. I think it's it's reasonable to flex essentially. Yeah, yeah. With those kind of last slots.
0: Yeah, I just think it's wild, man. Pe- like people really put a lot of stock in that. And if you were to, then Tyler Adams wouldn't be a like. The locked-in starter <laughs> for the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we wouldn't, yeah. If it weren't for the club game, we wouldn't be talking about him that way. Right, Just based right, on exactly. what he's done in yeah. the jersey, you know. Right, Wes McKenney's right, had right. a couple stinkers out there. Pulisic himself. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I, I mean, don't know, yeah. man. I, I think that's weird. People, people really obsess over that. All right. Let's do a little bit of stock Rising. stock Falling.
1: Stonk Rising. Stonk Falling.
0: Stonk uh stock stock rising stock falling this is something I started with Kwame himself uh during the the women's World Cup, and I'd like to bring it in today because it's just the perfect Beautiful. way to close out our discussion on this here uh this here game because really all that matters is where these people's stock is these players' stock is within the pa pa pool of everyone who <laughs> played here. Uh where, ha, ha, where is your <laughs> where do you stand? Uh where who's your let's start with one of your stock rising uh from who who we saw on Sunday.
1: Well, I gotta give this to Jonathan Lewis because I've Whoo. I've put Jonathan Lewis into my uh my discarded throwaway bin. Forgotten Sorry, nats, Jonathan Lewis. My forgotten gnats bin up in the shelf. And, you know, he's, he's, he's up there next to baby Julian, but a little, he's a little more close to redeemable. And so I, I feel like Jonathan Lewis really impressed me. The, it was obviously some output that was very impressive, but just his touch, his quickness, his, uh, quick, you know, quickness physically and also mentally to figure out and triangulate some passes that I thought were really impressive. Um, did he go 90? I forgot. He's, he's yeah. definitely, he has struggled to be a starter. He's he been went better. Ni- he went 90. He went 90. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's been better coming off the bench um, at most points in his club career, which has been in some ways like a symptom of lack of consistency that he could like focus in on 15 minutes and, and give a great 15 minutes, but he couldn't put together a great, you know, full game. So I think the game showed a lot of his uh, maturation as a player the move to to Colorado, I think, probably really helped to get him out of a a maybe a tougher or more uh, spotlight kind of environment and let him become a leader at the team. Um, so I think, yeah, I I I see renewed hope in uh, seeing the Jonathan Lewis that that we all thought we would uh, a couple of years ago when he was bursting onto the scene with NYCFC and. Um, very, very impressive, and we can always use more wingers to back up uh, you-know-who.
0: I'll take it. I'll take it. I was very, very excited about him at first, and, <laughs> and I did forget about him. Uh, I'm not going to lie. But it was, it was great to see him, and I, I agree with you. I thought he played really well. Um, I am going to go – I, I guess I'm, there's a definition question here. Are we doing stock rising, stock falling in the public's eye, in Greg's eye, or in my eye?
1: It's up to you, my friend.
0: I want to do my eye. Sam Vines, stock rising. Oh, Sam Vines. I was not, I've Solid. not been impressed. I have not had anything to say about Sam Vines. Almost nothing positive or negative. He's just nothingness out there <laughs> Uh But, but Sunday versus Trinidad, we, I saw a Sam Vines I can get hype about. I saw a Sam Vines that I could see at a mid-to-low table Bundesliga side. I saw sure, Sam. I sure. saw Sam Vines. Oh, yeah, that could absolutely be. Uh, you know who came catch to the mind? Catch the red-eyed <laughs>
1: Dusseldorf baby.
0: What's the dude who who was at Schalke on loan from Everton and is never going to play for the England national team? The he's a winged
1: Oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Joe Kenny. Jo- yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What,
0: not, not. What's Something, something name? like that. Yeah. So, uh, something Kennyman, Kenny.
1: Kenny. John Kenny. Joe Kenny. John, John Joe, Joe Kenny. Kenny. John Joe, John Joe Kenny. Joe. John Joe
0: Kenny. I saw a John Joe Kenny performance out there. One, one that you know has got has got something to it. Um, not not the top tier <laughs> level, but but something to it. And I'm excited <laughs> about that because Sam Vines was not someone who I expected to see a lot of. If you recall, I believe I believe Sam Vines and Brandon Aronson both got their first cap. On the same day, and we're both very underwhelming. Um, that was when Jackson Ewell was the hottest young shit in the MLS.
1: Oh yeah, you remember you remember when Jackson Ewell was like, "Oh wow, yeah, is he the number uh, you know six? what I'm going to be <laughs> Is it Michael Bradley or Jackson Ewell?"
0: I never remember that I I remember that I remember that and I never was happy about that how never how stupid was that (laughs) stock always down
1: still down Stock don't care don't care (laughs) care. it's like he did I I I have to give him stock down I guess I don't know but I, I think he just uh he just doesn't bring enough special to justify like having essentially like a, a utility player. I have know?
0: nothing to say about that man. Get, get out of my face with that man. You know who I do want to talk about, though, who's stock heavily rising, stock existing for the first time? Andres Perea. Get in. Andres Perea was solid. He was amazing. Silky. Um, Maybe amazing is too much, but he eye test, bro, this kid's going places. And from what I had read, right, I have not seen a lot of Andres Perea play, but from what I had read, uh, from what I understood... He was a short passing bruising bruiser type warrior type of player. That is not what I saw. I saw Mm. saw a quarterback who Mm -hmm. could slip Mm -hmm. a tackle.
1: Yep. I saw saw like a like a sweet touch. Physical Eunice Musa. Physical a less physical Owen (laughs) Onosoe.
0: Which is a high bar. Now, uh, Uh, but I'm really excited about Andres Perea. Welcome in.
1: I I love it. I'm just, it's been so long since we had a U.S. national team 23 that we felt was really the best 23 or or close, where it was like, there were so few questions, you know, and we've seen just so many different teams and so many different circumstances and all the caveats, all the friendlies. It's like, I feel like we never really got out of the Saracan era. And uh, COVID doesn't doesn't help with that. But I am just I'm so pumped to see a real, a real 23 and a real 11. When's that going to be? Qualifying, I guess.
0: I don't I don't even know,
1: dude. I don't even know. The, it's the, so hard the to say. The
0: actual Olympics is really close to it. I think
1: the actual Olympics will be close. Yeah, that's true. Um, There's probably only three O23s in the pool that you would. Want to start?
0: Who who are yours? By the side note, who who are your overage players right now?
1: Okay, yeah, I haven't thought through this in a little. I mean, either
0: I I I I think Yedlin is is that a fair? Yedlin's a
1: shout, but we we've got Dest and Robinson. So Aaron Aaron Long, maybe Aaron Long. You could you could do um, John Brooks. Yeah, right. John Brooks is a definite. Brooks and stefan I think those are clear. Brooks, Steffen. That's two. Right there. Then the midfield, you're fine. And uh, up top, I mean, just just chuck Hoppy in there, <laughs> you're good to go. Uh, <laughs> Hoppy, Ferreira, and Sargent seems like a fine trio. Josie Altador. Stock falling! If it Stock if falling, it, bro. <laughs> Josie, Josie looked like he was gonna make like a little GameStop, you know, maneuver, and then <clears throat> he can't Stock falling so hard. The the hammies. The hammies. It's Josie the
0: hamstrings, please don't bring Josie to the Olympics. I would be cool with Aaron Long, John Brooks, and Zach Steffen. And then we'll do Stock Falling.
1: Super, like super solid yeah. core.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. just have the kids run around and try to <laughs> okay. score. Go, go, go. <laughs> you go, you go, you go. go. All right, Get Stock Falling on. Uh, I'll go first. Stock Falling on. Oh, sad to say. I hate to say it. I don't want to say it. I'm going to say it. Kellen Acosta. Not a good game from Kellen Acosta. Looking like the, uh, looking like the the one lagging behind in this starting eleven.
1: Little, yeah, it's sad. He's a, he's a favorite of ours.
0: Someone, Love him. Someone we've always Love him.
1: Always enjoyed playing. Always Love enjoyed him. watching play. And and his style was, I thought, something that the Nats needed. Little little higher touch than your average uh, player yeah. of his of his um, type. So. Yeah, that's, that's That's disappointing. I would have liked to see to have seen a uh, a breakout leadership role kind of Kellen Acosta, right. and we didn't yeah. really see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to that point about the Olympics, like, what? It's almost like what we're calling for is like one thirty-year-old, and Kellen is not that old, but one one o twenty-three, who is going to be great and and uh, bring the rest bring the young group along because i think it is true despite my uh agitation frequently to play all the all the kids that you want to have a handful of guys who've been in in big spots uh, before tim Reem? does tim Reem get a shout in there <sighs> just shits the bat every time bro he's not uh, that good no he, well he's he's played in he's played in the uh the the promotion final and and had good games in the promotion final that's that's a big deal. <sighs>
0: Is there, a, is there a midfield? Is there an attacking player over the age of 23 that's worth a grain of salt?
1: I mean, you know, Ariel is fine. Jordan Morris is fine. Sebastian Legette. Sebastian Legette. I love the Sebastian LeJet thing, but I, I don't I know if I... I want him to start.
0: I can the, get down with a Sebastian Leggett at the Olympics to babysit a chaperone. I like and the Olympics. I'm, I'm,
1: that, I'm good yeah, with it. Yeah, I'll I'll leave Aaron Long at home if I can bring Sebastian, <laughs> and he can play a bunch of positions, which is great.
0: Yeah, yeah, and his he's got great hair. So, and then Chris Richards backs. gets to start. There's also that. Yeah, and then we get yeah, and then we get to watch Chris Richards do his thing. Best right, hair.
1: Well, best hair on the nats.
0: Ooh, best hair on the nats. Uh, specifically, Weston. Maybe
1: it's uh, like Weston. It's well. I it mean, depends you mean on the, You mean in you the know, pool? It's DeAndre
0: Yedlin. With oh, yeah. Sorry. It's sorry, not I'm even, sorry. There is no <laughs> I'm question. You, I thought Excuse you were me. talking about <laughs> that was rude. this game. That was, that was disrespectful, <laughs> that was that bro. Was sorry, D. Oh, man. DeAndre Yedlin. Off to uh, where is he off to?
1: Um,
0: Turkey. Portugal. Turkey. Portugal. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Any last thoughts here on TNT versus USMNT? It's great to
1: see the boys out there. It should be a, a wonderful year, a busy year. Uh, as much as I enjoy seeing Dabo Sweeney in the stands, I, I would prefer for there to be no fans at these games because we're, we're just I not sure I would also yet. prefer
0: for there to be less discussion about Dabo Sweeney.
1: Really? I, loved it. I I was, I was going to give him a peep nomination. No? All right, we'll take it. All right, all right, right no, all right. I mean, look, we'll, we'll you talk. have
0: the power to peep nominate, okay? <laughs>
1: I'm not going to stop yeah. you, but I'm voting. Yeah. Right, right. I, I now have a super majority, and it's uh, <laughs> game over for you. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I like, I like that. I want him to, you know, help spread the word a little bit, legitimize. I, I, I think, you know, a, a important national sports figure wearing a signed FC Dallas shirt, and and you know, taking camera phone footage like a like yeah. a you know. As a proud relative, that it's like is pretty future cool. future at the Atlanta FC games. Exactly. It's just like future. He, he and Dabo. <laughs> I'm, have they hung out? I bet they've hung out. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, I, was, I, I had a good time with this one. My, my closing thought is it really, it's, I, I hate to be a downer, but it really wasn't cool what we just did to the Trinidad and Tobago team. It was, what are you talking there, about? There are many injuries. This really didn't go well for them. And I'm genuinely torn about it. Reach out to us on Twitter. What? Talk to me. What? Because it was, obviously, we want to destroy Trinidad and Tobago any chance we get for the rest of all of time. For sure.
1: Oh, oh you're saying there's like a revenge factor that's not fair? There's a,
0: there's a major, no, there's a revenge factor that's awesome. And there's a Alvin Jones, you know, screw you factor that's, that's I think, great and sporting. There is the, but but, ha, but ha, playing this Trinidad and Tobago team in the way that we did and just injuring all of their players and <laughs> embarrassing them like a historic loss for them is not, there's, is not as it, – it's hard to celebrate it as hard for me.
1: I, I, it wasn't in a celebrating mode. Yeah. But I think it was good for the Trinidad team to play this game. I think they will benefit – Long term from having played this versus not, especially if their uh, players hadn't really hadn't played a competitive match in nine months. So, I, yeah, absolutely. I think it was it was perfectly uh, useful and, and positive experience for them to do it. So I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get what you're saying.
0: But I'm I also saying, didn't get my ass
1: kicked on national television. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I'm saying that I want to beat them again. Seven nil. But I want to rematch <laughs> every time. I want a rematch, and I want it with full training, and I want and I want to give Trinidad and Tobago every chance to to show us their best selves, so that we can demolish them in That will fashion. that will happen.
1: That will happen. They're gonna they're gonna give us a run for our money next time. I think that I, I hope for one that they make it through that qualifying round, so that the Nats have to start their campaign in Cuba. That that's let's for go me is the perfect way to just you know excise this demon and and just walk the through
0: the, the fucking puddles batter. guys just walk through the puddles <sighs> you do not need to be carried over puddles all right uh we're gonna close it out i love myself some self-help books join that chris Mueller uh, book club why don't you tell this us how is, it goes uh... Uh, I also love myself some spiritual books, any kind, not particular about which spiritual texts, you know, the the book of the, the Egyptian book of the dead. Let's go for it. The uh, the Torah Bible, the the, the three big ones, you know, the Quran, the greats, greats, (laughs) classics, bro, classics, all of them. Um, uh, And I also really like cookbooks. Okay. All, these are all books that I like, but I don't love any of that shit. As much as I love the Nets. Let's go. Good job, boys. Golf club. Not bad. Golf club. Not bad. Not Not, bad. Not bad. (laughs) It's We the Peeps. It's We the Peeps. Welcome to We the Peeps. Are you ready for We The Peeps? Holy moly, it's We The Peeps.